Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antinomocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know that you can now subscribe to Haunted Prime. It's the ad-free version of the podcast on Apple Podcasts. We're also working to feature smaller episodes called Haunted Bites as bonus content. So make sure you subscribe. Welcome back to It's Haunted, What Now? I'm your host, Lainey. With the passing of Halloween, spooky season has officially come to a close. This doesn't mean that we're anywhere near finished with ghost stories, though. On the contrary, I think November has just as strong of a case as October for being a time for scary stories told after dark. The sun makes rarer and rarer appearances these days, which means there's plenty of extra time for you to listen to the stories I've collected for you. So, ready to get spooked? Our first story comes from Megan Magic, with a strange story about furniture moving around in their bedroom late at night. This happened last night at 3 a.m. I was sleeping in my bedroom with my fiance and two dogs when I heard the dresser drawer in front of our bed slam shut. I've heard it many times before since it's an auto-close IKEA drawer, and if you nudge it even slightly, it slams. I figured one of the dogs bumped it in the night because my fiance is notorious for leaving the drawers a few inches open, much to my annoyance. I thought nothing of it and tried going back to sleep Maybe 10 minutes later, I heard the drawer open and shut quickly. 
three or four times in rapid succession, slamming each time. I sprang out of bed immediately because I thought the dogs were playing and banging into the dresser and I didn't want them waking my fiance. As soon as I was out of bed, I saw one of my dogs sleeping in his bed at my side. Not a care in the world. My other dog, who sleeps closer to the dresser on my fiancé's side, was just laying there, looking at me. It wasn't them, and I didn't have a clue what was going on. I decided that since I was up, I would go to the washroom. As soon as I opened the door, I heard a loud clunking noise from downstairs. By then, I was starting to think to myself, is there a presence here, trying to wake me up and tell me something? For the next two hours, I couldn't sleep. Anytime I drifted off, something immediately woke me back up. A persistent feeling in the back of my mind. I checked our home cameras the next day, but there were no intruders, and the dogs weren't disturbed. What was going on? The following week, when my fiancé was working from home on the ground floor of the house, he texted me. I just heard a door open and slam shut upstairs. I checked the cameras again and saw him walking around the house, wielding a hammer. He was convinced that someone had broken in, as there's a second entrance on the main floor. I don't want to be that person, but I feel like something is trying to warn us or get our attention. We've been in this house since May, and nothing strange like this has happened so far. The creepiest thing is when we saw the house alone for the first time after we bought it, I opened a closet door in a hallway, and I felt such a strange chill come over me that I started to tear up and immediately ran out of the house. I thought I was going to throw up. I was so completely freaked by this feeling. There's a lingering negative feeling here, as the previous owners went through a nasty divorce and had basically trashed the place before we moved in. Another added fact, while we were renovating, everyone saw a man out of the corner of their eyes, standing at the top of the stairs outside of my bedroom. This happened for several days in a row, and then none of us ever saw him again. I can't shake that strange, unsettling feeling that someone is trying to make contact with us. Well, not to be that person either, but if you ask me, it definitely sounds like someone is trying to get your attention. Maybe do a check around the house and see if there's anything amiss. Batteries in the fire alarms, things like that. Not only is it a good practice, especially with the time changes this month, it's also just a show of good faith to whatever is trying to wave their arms at you. Hopefully, small actions like that will help. Our next story comes from Homesick Alien 77 They have a quick, creepy story about an encounter they had while at work in a retirement home. Those places seem to bring a lot of stories lately. I work in a retirement home, and my job often requires me to go in the basement with a cart full of dirty laundry. That means I have to use the elevator. I've done this a thousand times already, and never did I ever hear or see anything unusual. Now, since I work in a retirement home full of naturally elderly people, amongst a lot of other rooms in the basement, there is also a temporary morgue which is located opposite of the elevator entrance. This morgue was probably used at some point in time, 
but as long as I've been working there, it was never even unlocked. Nobody used that room for anything. Today, I was working as normal, going about my day. I wasn't feeling creeped out at all since it was the middle of the day, and I've been to this basement so many times and never had a reason to be scared of it. I went down to the basement, emptied the dirty laundry in the laundry room, and called the elevator down again since somebody had used it. I pressed the button again, but the elevator wasn't coming. Above me, through the closed elevator doors, I could hear two of my coworkers speaking and holding the elevator from closing. The space in the elevator is very acoustic, and you can easily hear people on it from the basement all the way up to the third floor. At this point, I was getting a little pissed off because it was a particularly busy day and I didn't have time to spare. So I started knocking on the elevator doors to let them know I was waiting for it. After a few knocks, it seemed to me that they didn't register it as someone knocking for them to get off the elevator. So I decided to knock in a little melody to get their attention. I nearly regret doing that now. Maybe five seconds after that knock, I started hearing knocking back. It didn't have any particular pattern, and it sounded like a literal knocking on a door for someone to be let in. At first, I thought it was coming from my coworkers above, but quickly realized it was coming from behind me. I turned around to find the basement completely empty. I couldn't quite figure out where the knocking was coming from until I moved further into the basement towards the sound. It was coming from the morgue. I froze a thousand thoughts rushing through my mind as I tried to somehow rationalize what I was hearing. I wanted to leave the cart behind and just sprint up the stairs to get the hell out of there when I heard the elevator finally coming down. It was the longest wait ever, but I finally got on and pressed the button to the third floor I think 20 times before the doors finally closed and got me out of there. Maybe all of this can be very easily explained away with it being an older building, sounds from the pipes or animals, etc., and being a pure coincidence with my knocking, but I never heard a building ever make a knocking sound on the door like that. Needless to say, it scared the hell out of me. Okay, this would absolutely prevent me from ever going down into that basement again. In fact, I've sworn basements off, even in Airbnbs, I will not go into a basement. There's no possible way. Okay, so natural sounds of the building or not, it's far too much of a coincidence for me to want to have anything to do with it. The next story I have for you is from Richie Fingers 99 with a memory that might have had a greater impact on their life than they realized. When I was around 10, I moved to London and started at a new school. I felt alienated for the first few weeks and had no friends. No one seemed to want to have anything to do with me. On my walk to school, there was a paving stone that somebody had spilt paint on at some point. The shape created by the paint looked like the face of the devil. Two horns, teeth, the whole bit. I avoided stepping on this stone and would walk around it every day. One day, I thought to myself, what the hell? And I stepped on his face. I can't explain what I felt when I finally stepped on it, but the word 
powerful would be a close description. After that, every day I walked down that path, I stepped on the face. Sometimes I'd stand on it for a few seconds, absorbing what I believed was its power. Eventually, I got brave. Hey, I thought to myself, this devil guy is kind of cool. Maybe I pledge allegiance to it. So I stood on the stone for a few seconds and swore a sort of oath, asking for it to give me friends and popularity, and I would be a follower. It didn't take long. Within a few weeks, my popularity skyrocketed, and I had more friends than ever before. I kept up my ritual of stepping on the devil face for a few weeks, but eventually forgot about it. Obviously, I haven't grown up to be a devil worshipper, which essentially broke whatever oath I'd made. Skip ahead to 2022, and the last 10 years of my life have been a living hell. Both of my parents have passed away, three of my businesses have failed, several of my relationships lie in ruin. My best friend died. I could go on, but you get the point. These terrible things just keep happening. Things fall apart around me, constantly, despite my best efforts and intentions. I think I'm cursed. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh man, it's interesting to see how much what we do as children ends up impacting us as adults. But I don't think any of us would want these results that you're describing here. That something so innocent might have had consequences so dire. It's awful to think about. <laughs> 
and I hope things turn around for you soon. Our next story is from Epion Custom. They also come to us with a childhood memory, this time of a figure they saw one day in their grandparents' house. One of my earliest core memories I have was when I was about four years old, in 1990, with a ghost I saw in my grandparents' house in Florida. I remember my mom sitting on the couch in the living room, talking with my grandparents, and so I ran off through the house to explore, which seemed much more interesting than listening to the grown-ups talk. There was a dividing wall that separated the living room from another room that we called the den, and I was in the back hallway of the house, peeking into the den around the doorframe from the hallway. As I was peeking around the doorframe into the den, I was looking into a bright, sunny room on a peaceful spring day, and what I saw in that room, I'll never forget until the day I die. An old, wrinkly lady in a Victorian-style dress was floating in midair, in the middle of the room. She stood maybe 10 or 15 feet away from me, hovering about a foot off the ground, staring at the wall ahead of her. To this day, I can still describe exactly what she looked like. Her dress was blue, with frizzy white lace around the wrists and neck. She had silvery hair pulled back into a bun behind her head, and she was slightly translucent, to the point where I could see the rest of the room through her. I couldn't see her feet, only the bottom of her dress, and it waved slightly in a slow, ethereal way. Without warning, she turned her head to the left and looked directly at me. I don't even remember being afraid. She then turned her head towards the ceiling and then disappeared. The entire encounter is the clearest memory I have in my brain, far more so than any other core memories from that age. It's crystal clear in my mind's eye. Later, we found out that my grandfather had bought this house from an old man whose wife had died in the house and he'd been too old to keep the land anymore. I think that's who I saw, that old man's wife. While we're not really sure, we also realized later on that if not for that wall between them, the woman would have been looking directly at the back of my mom's head, almost like she was listening in on the grown-up conversations that I'd been bored by. I'm not surprised that this stuck around as a core memory. I'm one of those people who absolutely believes that children and animals see far more than we do, so it makes sense to me that you were able to see something that no one else could in that house. I love that she was listening in on the conversation too. And who knows, maybe she was just trying to catch up on all the neighborhood gossip she missed out on. Our next story is from Small Creature 22 who tells us of a birthday trip to a museum that brought home consequences they never would have expected. In November of 2020, I was lucky enough to celebrate my 21st birthday in Vegas. I was so excited to party there, but the best part of the trip was that my godparents got me tickets to visit Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. While other kids were busy watching Disney Channel and Nickelodeon, I would curl up with a blanket, snacks, turn off the lights, and watch a new episode of Ghost Adventures. Needless to say, I am one of their biggest fans. 
Before the tour, they require that you take an oath and sign a waiver, essentially stating that if anything happens to you while taking the tour, they're legally not responsible. One of the many things listed on that waiver is something could possibly follow you outside the museum. And I think that's what happened. One of the exhibits is a mirror that had reportedly witnessed a brutal murder. The mirror is always covered, and guests can say if they want to look into the mirror. Guests who have looked into the mirror have reported seeing shadow figures either behind or next to them. I was certain I hadn't seen anything, or so I thought. It was a week after we got home from Vegas and I was home alone. I was sitting on my bed working on some homework on my laptop, when suddenly I saw something in my peripheral vision. I looked over and noticed it came from the direction of my mirror. My bedroom has an oval mirror with gold trim, and it hangs on my wall. I've had this mirror since I was little, and nothing strange had ever happened with it before now. I just ignored it and went back to doing homework. However, a couple minutes later, I saw something in my peripheral vision again. I looked back to the mirror, but nothing was there. This continued only in my mirror for a month. I would never see it completely in my vision, only ever out of the corner of my eye. After that first month, it started to appear in all the mirrors in the house, and sometimes any reflected surface, still only just out of the corner of my eye. Before long, my parents started to notice and started having the same experiences themselves. Whatever this thing was, it seemed to really only stay in mirrors. Eventually, I got used to it, and after about a year and a half, I stopped having the experiences. Until a few months ago. I was up really late one night, and I was watching YouTube videos. It was completely dark in my room, except for the light coming from the laptop screen. And, like it happened before, I saw something in my peripheral vision. By this time, I had mostly forgotten what happened after the museum. So, I ignored it and went back to watching YouTube. A couple of minutes passed, and it happened again. This time, I turned on my lamp, looked back at the screen, and waited to see if I was just imagining things. It happened again, but this time, I didn't catch a glimpse of it in the mirror. I saw it in my closet. The closet doesn't have a door, and I'd never seen anything strange there before. There's a top shelf in there, stuffed with boxes, which was, at first, I thought was what I'd seen, but the boxes are white. Whatever it is that I've been seeing has been a completely dark shadow. There's no way it was the boxes. As I type this story, it's three in the morning, and I've already seen this thing a few times tonight. I'm wondering if I should record my closet tonight to see if anything happens. All I know for certain is that I'm terrified, and I don't know what to do. This is terrifying. I love that museums like that exist, but I think that's always a running fear that something will end up taking a liking to you and follow you home. Now, I chronicled my experience at the Haunted Museum. Check us out on Instagram, at It's Haunted What Now, to hear more. You'll have to give us an update if you can. Maybe someone else out there has dealt with this type of entity before and has some advice. Or maybe the museum might have some thoughts on what to do. Please let us know and be safe. Our final story tonight comes from The Walking Bob, with a story of a late-night jog that went horribly wrong.
I have a weird work schedule, so when I go jogging, it's often late at night, two or three in the morning. A few months ago, I was on my run, going along the same route as I always do. I was a few miles from home, heading along the outskirts of the local park. I'm used to seeing city wildlife on my jogs, badgers, possums, what have you. It leads to a lot of weird noises in the trees, but I've never been bothered by them before. But this night was different. Before I heard anything, I started to get a feeling of dread in my stomach. I'd never felt anything like that before, and I started to run faster, sprinting towards home. Felt like I was being followed by someone or something. I didn't think about where I was running or what I was doing, as long as I got out of there. I was too afraid to look behind me and find out what the mysterious thing following me was, so I just kept going, fear growing in me with every step I ran. I couldn't yell, couldn't scream, couldn't say a thing as I just tried to get out of there. Nearly out of breath, I finally made the mistake of trying to look behind me. I tripped, my foot stumbling over a rock and I fell flat on the ground. Terrified, I looked behind me, standing up and trying to prepare myself for whatever was coming for me, only to find nothing there. Was I that paranoid? Had I worked myself into such a panic over nothing? Relieved, I started to slowly walk home, catching my breath as I went. I headed straight through the park this time, wanting to cut through and get home faster. A decision I soon regretted. I'd never gone through the main part of the park at night before, and had no idea there were no lights on the path. It was pitch black, but I felt I couldn't turn back. I just wanted to go home. Suddenly, my stomach dropped again. The same feeling of dread returned, and I knew I was in danger. It wasn't paranoia this time, this was pure fight or flight. In this pitch darkness, it was impossible to see anyone or anything around me. I had no way to protect myself, when suddenly, I saw a dark figure moving in front of me, darker even than the lightless path I was walking on. I froze, terrified. I couldn't seem to make myself move. The shadow approached me, getting closer and closer until I felt fully immersed in darkness, unable to see a single thing in front of me. This time, I found I was able to speak, and I cried out in terror, closing my eyes. Suddenly, I felt nothing. No panic, no fear, just emptiness. I honestly thought I was dead, but I could suddenly hear birds chirping. I focused in on that sound and slowly gained the courage to open my eyes again. It was morning, and I was laying on the path where I'd just seen this horrible shadow. I didn't know how it could be morning. It seemed only a few seconds before I'd been standing there after my jog, surrounded by darkness. Exhausted and confused, I headed straight home. To this day, I'm confused about this experience. I've never been a sleepwalker and I've never had something like this happen since but I think it's safe to say that I definitely don't go running at two o'clock in the morning anymore. Well, first of all, kudos to you for having a regular jogging schedule at all. Second of all, absolutely stop jogging late at night like that, please. Even without an encounter like this, you never know what might be out there. And this story just proves that the possibilities are terrifying. I'm glad that nothing more happened to you and that you made it home safely. 
but the blackout experience is very strange. I have a feeling that this story could have gone very differently if the shadow were in the mind for it to be. Well, that does it for this episode. If you'd like to submit your own personal spooky tale to be read for the show, head to hauntedpod.com and click on the link to submit your story. You can also email me at hauntedpod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice. It really does help. You can find us on Twitter at podcast underscore haunted, Instagram at it's haunted what now, or at hauntedpod.com. Production assistance provided by Olivia Holmesley and Jesse Hogg. Writing assistance by Meg Williams. The official composer for the show is Neeks at We Talk of Dreams. Check him out on Twitter at We Talk of Dreams or WeTalkOfDreams.com. Until next time. Did you hear that? <laughs>